Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses various risk management categories, such as vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the time period from September 23rd through September 29th, 2013. Vulnerability activity returned to previous levels this period. The highlights for the period were the Cisco IOS Software Security Advisory Bundled Publication, Oracle Security Updates for Third-Party Software, and updates on threat activity targeting the Microsoft September Security Bulletin vulnerabilities. Cisco released the Cisco IOS Software Security Advisory Bundled Publication, which included eight security advisories. Details of the security advisories are available on the Security Intelligence Operations Portal at www.cisco.com security. Oracle released multiple security advisories and updated software for third-party products affecting Oracle products. The security advisories included updates for MIT Kerberos, MySQL, Perl, Ruby, Wireshark, and others. Proof-of-concept exploit code and functional exploit code was identified for two vulnerabilities reported in the Microsoft September security bulletins. Other vulnerability reports included updates from ImageMagick and Red Hat. IntelliShield published 172 events last week, including 89 new events and 83 updated events. In the physical risk management category, German Chancellor Angela Merkel was attending a political event when a small multiple rotor drone flew in and hovered within close proximity to the podium. After several minutes, event security personnel removed the drone, and Germany's private party later claimed responsibility in an apparent protest and effort to disrupt the political rally. This incident demonstrates the growing threat that small unmanned aerial vehicles, or UAVs, otherwise known as drones, present at public gatherings. We tend to focus on the larger UAVs that the military uses in combat areas, but overlook the potential physical and privacy threats of the small UAVs. One way to mitigate the threat of small, hobby-type UAVs at public events is to jam the signal they use. Signals range from 72 MHz to 5 GHz. In addition, they can use Wi-Fi and GPS. This signal jamming will disable nearby devices that use the frequency ranges. However, security and public safety can justify the jamming. GPS-controlled devices can be used, which not use the aforementioned wavelengths. Therefore, additional protective measures would need to be in place to protect public events against drone threats. In the Attacks and Compromises Risk Management category, a group that sells personal information on underground forums and websites has reportedly compromised and collected personal data from some of the largest commercial data aggregators, including LexisNexis, Dun & Bradstreet, and Kroll Background America. The organization reportedly operates a botnet that infiltrated these commercial companies and extracted data from their records. The reports by Brian Krebs indicate that several of the largest commercial aggregators have been compromised and many others are likely to have been breached. This not only highlights the growing criminal focus on identity theft and fraud operations, but the shift to higher level targets for their data. While the threat to individual users and organizations through the known compromise methods still exists, the criminals have shifted to higher-level targets with large repositories of this information to support their criminal activity. Considering the potential scale of these compromises, it is not surprising that they would shift to these targets. 
Similar to the way criminals performing attacks have shifted to using the web infrastructure to add resources for their attacks. Businesses and organizations are already bound by regulatory requirements to protect personally identifiable information, or PII, but individual users must understand this threat and take active measures to protect it, such as monitoring accounts, credit monitoring services, and restricting the amount of PII they share on the Internet. Individuals should assume at least some of their PII has been compromised and shift their actions to preventing criminal identity fraud and misuse. Next, in the Human Risk Management category, October is designated Cybersecurity Awareness Month in multiple countries across the globe, including the United States. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security, other government agencies, and private companies and organizations will be releasing information and updates to increase cybersecurity awareness. Cisco will be providing several security blog posts throughout the month to highlight the latest threats, trends, and recommendations. While cybersecurity awareness is an ongoing process, security teams can use this month to focus on the topic. While many continue to debate the effectiveness of awareness training and programs, this opportunity should not be overlooked. Providing regular training, presentations, and awareness updates at a minimum keeps cybersecurity top of mind and can reduce the human factor risks to an organization. Security teams are advised to pass along the wealth of information that will be released throughout the month and take this opportunity to meet and speak with their users. Finally, in the geopolitical risk management category, three recent major developments in the Middle East should be considered for their potential impact on cyber risk. First, over the summer, U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry pushed for a revitalization of peace talks between Israel and the Palestinian territories, bringing representatives of both parties to the table for the first time in several years. Second, the apparent use of chemical weapons by the Assad regime against Syrian opposition forces resulted in an unexpected U.S.-Russian diplomatic effort to resolve the Syrian crisis. And third, new Iranian President Hassan Rouhani indicated at the United Nations General Assembly in New York this month that he wants to work to resolve the impasse over Iran's nuclear program, leading to the first high-level talks between the parties in almost 30 years. Of the three, only the second development, the diplomatic effort to resolve the chemical weapons crisis in Syria, was unexpected. A second-term U.S. presidential push to broker an Israeli-Palestinian agreement has become a familiar recurrence, and the legitimate election in June of Iran's new president, a Western-educated lawyer and former nuclear negotiator, presaged change. However, the coincidence of these three developments and the rededicating of U.S. foreign policy toward them may affect the cyber context in unexpected ways. First, as diplomatic efforts get underway, there is likely to be a pause as the various parties assess the new landscape and allow time for the dust to settle. While it is tempting to be optimistic that solutions will emerge that benefit all parties, that outcome is less likely than the coalescence within a few weeks or months of winners and losers. Perceptions of the United States' weaknesses and Russian assertiveness may benefit Syria's Assad, while the charm offensive of Iran's president may lead some regional players, particularly Israel, Saudi Arabia, or Qatar, to worry that the United States has been hoodwinked and spur them to unilateral action. Cyber has proven to be a relatively low-cost, high-impact way to make a point and demonstrate power, so government or ideological-led attacks may tick upward after the first of the year in the event that initial hopes for diplomatic breakthroughs prove unrealistic. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, 
Visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.